And we will begin with verse number one, Luke 5 and verse 1. Amen. Praise God. Luke 5 and 1. It came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret, saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net brake. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. Jesus gives a very specific and direct command to his followers when he tells them to launch out into the deep, into the deep, Sometimes we've got to get beyond the shallow waters to really accomplish what God wants us to accomplish. The shallow waters are far more comfortable. The shallow waters are far less risky. The shallow waters don't take nearly as much effort. Well, hallelujah. It's easy for us to come into church and be content to just kind of swim around and play around in the shallow waters. But if we really want to accomplish what God wants us to accomplish, we're going to have to get out into the deep. We're going to have to get out into the deep. And when we get out into the deep, there is a specific call, a specific command that is made. Jesus tells his followers let down their nets. And that's what I want to talk to you about tonight. Again, nothing new, nothing we haven't discussed before, but I just feel this tonight. But I want to talk to you about this command of the Lord to let down your nets. Let's put our Bibles down. Let's uh, lift our hands. Let's talk to the Lord. Let's ask God to help us tonight. Can we do that? Everybody, let's pray right now. Hallelujah. Let's talk to the Lord, everybody. Let's talk to the Lord. Let's talk to the Lord. I need you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. Help us tonight, God. Touch us tonight, God. Oh, God, we've got to have the help of the Holy Ghost tonight. Come on, saints of God. Let's come to church. Let's come to church tonight. 
Come on, God can still talk to us. God can still do a work on this off night tonight. Come on, everybody, let's press our way into the presence of the Lord. Let's go a little deeper into the spirit tonight. Let's go a little deeper tonight and hear the voice of God talk to us. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, let's talk to the Lord. Let's talk to the Lord right now. Jesus, I need you right now. Come on, saints of God. Come on, there is a spirit that does not want us to have church tonight. We're fighting against something right now. Let's press through it. Let's press through it. Let's get through this tonight. Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I, you know I don't say this often, but I feel a spirit that has come against this service tonight. And I'm calling on the saints of God to help us press through this. We cannot afford to let the enemy take control of this service. That's right. Let's get our minds on the Lord tonight. Come on, let's get our hearts and spirits in tune with the Holy Ghost right now. Too many minds distracted and divided right now. We need everybody to come together in the unity of the Spirit. We need the touch of God to operate right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, help us, God. Pull down every stronghold of hell. God, we rebuke and bind the forces of the enemy that would try to oppose this service tonight. We need the freedom of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we claim liberty and deliverance and victory tonight. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, saints. Come on, let's push a little harder. Let's push a little harder right now. Ah, we love you, God. We love you, God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I need you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. 
I need you, Jesus. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. Saints of God, I'm calling on you tonight. Please do not succumb to this spirit. Do not give in to this spirit tonight that wants you to just sit there and glide through this service. God wants to talk to us tonight. God wants to speak to us tonight. And though what, I'm, what I've got to say is not new, it is perhaps one of the most important things I've said to this church. And the devil doesn't want me to say it. Well, hallelujah. And so we, we, we've got to get in tune with the Holy Ghost tonight. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, there is just such a distraction here tonight. that Our minds are just not where they need to be. Our hearts and spirits are not where they need to be. Amen. I'm going to do my best to preach through it tonight, but I'm asking you, saints of God, please help me tonight, will you? Will you help me tonight? Come on, I don't want to have to keep asking. Will you help me tonight? I need some people with a made-up mind that by the time we leave this house, we're going to know we've had church tonight. In spite of what the devil thinks, in spite of what hell says, we're going to walk out and hear the victors tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Amen. The same story that I have read to you tonight is told in the Gospel of Matthew and the Gospel of Mark, just as it is here in Luke. Uh, as I've pointed out in our teachings in the book of Matthew that many times the gospel writers record different details from one another. There's never a time where they contradict each other, but sometimes there is uh, a difference in the amount and or type of information that is provided. And Luke gives some details here that the other two did not, um, but Matthew and Mark, uh, on the other hand, provide a few details that Luke did not. And again, none of it contradicts the others. Uh, for instance, both of these writers, Matthew and Mark, uh, list the specific call that Jesus made on that day. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 19. And he saith unto them, follow me. And I will make you fishers of men. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Mark says it this way, Mark 1 and 17. And Jesus said unto them, come ye after come me. Come after me. And I will and make, you, I will make to you to become of fishers of men. Amen. Now I point this out because of the nature of the call. I believe that Jesus wanted us to understand that this situation in its entirety is represented representative of the call every one of us receive from him. There's something about this story, the calling of the disciples, uh, that applies to each and every one of us, for we are called to be his disciples. 
we may or may not over the course of time be sent forth to carry the gospel amen into other nations but regardless of that fact we are called to be his disciples we are called to be his followers and the call that he made for his followers is the same call amen back then as it is today hallelujah praise God amen now most of us I think are aware of the fact that Jesus ultimately commanded them to let down their nets in spite of the fact that they had toiled all night and as a result of their obedience to the call, we know that they caught more than they ever imagined possible. Is anybody hearing me tonight? Amen. But there are some other things that I want to bring to your attention tonight about this passage. For after he had spent some time teaching the crowd that followed him, the Lord gave these disciples instructions that seemed strange to them. Let's read it in Luke chapter 5 and verse 4. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught. Now, now this was the command and he specifically looked at Simon and he said I want you to get out there into the deep waters. I want you to get out there amen, away from the shallow ground. I want you now look it's, it's, it's morning time. They're coming in. It's time to put the nets away. It's time to stop fishing. But Jesus said no you just turn this boat right back around get back out there where you were we got some work to do. Simon did not understand, but he was willing to comply. Oh, I tell you, I can preach a little bit here today. Amen. But let me tell you, we don't always have to understand in order to obey. Let me say that again. We don't have to understand in order to obey. Who are we to demand an explanation from the master? If he says go, we just go. He doesn't, he does not uh, owe us an explanation. Not if he's truly our Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So verse five. And Simon answering so Simon said answered him, and said, Master, we have toiled all the night. We've toiled all night. And have taken nothing. We just came from the deep waters. We didn't do one bit of good. We spent the entire night doing what you're telling us to do now, and it didn't work. Nevertheless, at thy word. Nevertheless, at thy word. I will let down, I will let down the net. Because you said it. I've already tried, it didn't work. But because you told me to do it, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go back out there, whether I understand it, whether I like it, whether I feel up to it. It's been a long night, I'm tired, I'm frustrated, I'm exhausted, but master, you said to do it. So I'm just gonna do what you told me to do. Now, there is a problem. I said he was willing to obey to a certain extent. Uh, 
put verse four back up there, Brother Wisdom, if you would. And uh, I want you to notice something here. I want you to look at something here. He says, he says, launch out into the deep and let down your. You see the S on the end of that word? Your nets. Now look at verse five again. In verse five, master, we've toiled all night. We've taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Singular. Jesus gave a specific command to let down more than one. Simon said, I'll do what you said, but really there was some hesitation. Really there was some reservation. Kind of like some of you tonight when I'm telling you, let's get out there and push past some of this. You give it a little half-hearted effort, but not really put everything into it. That, that's exactly what Simon, all right, Lord, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll raise my hands. Yeah, I'll clap my hands. I'll let down a net. But Jesus knew what was about to happen, and he knew one net wasn't enough. He knew what, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost starting to break through in this place. He knew one net wasn't gonna be enough to accomplish what was about to happen. Come on, Simon, set your sights higher. It doesn't matter the disappointment you've had. It doesn't matter how many times it didn't work. Something's about to change around here. And one little net is not gonna be enough to get the job done. Look what happens, verses six and seven. Look at what happens. And when they had this done, they when they had this done, that is, they let down the net, singular. They enclosed a great they multitude. They enclosed of fishes. a great multitude of fishes, and their net and the break. net break. It was too many fish for one net. Jesus knew that. Jesus knew that. It was Simon who didn't know that. It was the men on the boat who were doing what they were doing based on the fact of what they'd seen the night before. They were only looking at the lack of results that had brought them to this moment. Oh, I wish somebody felt what I'm feeling right now. Their actions were based on the results they've seen so far. But Jesus was trying to get them to dream a little bigger, to look a little higher, to expect a little more. I know you spent the night and you've got nothing, but all of that is about to change. Your one net was enough for your efforts, but something miraculous is taking place now. Your one net was too big for what you caught because you didn't catch anything, but the master's on board now and something else is about to transpire. And when they had this done, They enclosed a great multitude of fish. And the net, their one net, broke. Uh Read. And they beckoned unto their partners. See, they weren't the only ship out there that day. 
So they beckoned to their partners, which were in the other ship, in the other ship, that they should come, that they should come and help them. And they came, they came, and filled both, they the, filled ships both the ships, so that they began. So many fish that both ships started sinking. Now I'm going to tell you, I believe. Listen to me. I believe that they should have beckoned to their partners in the other ship before they ever cast that first net. You see, it was only common that each ship would have only one net. That was the common way they fished back in Jesus' day. Each ship had one net. When Jesus said the nets, let down your nets, he wasn't talking to just one boat. He was saying, look, this is too big for just one boat. This revival is just too big for just one boat. There's too many fish involved for just one boat. It's time to get the other ships over here. It's time for them to let their nets down. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost now. Hallelujah. It was never the intention of Jesus for one boat and one net. Jesus had a much bigger revival planned than just one boat and one net. But I'm gonna tell you what had to happen. They had to lay aside their petty differences. They had to forget about who's getting the credit. They had to realize this thing is too big for me to worry about who's gonna get the pat on the back and who's gonna get recognition from the pulpit. This thing is too big. I don't know if I'm going to even get to my notes tonight. I'm just telling you what I'm feeling in the Holy Ghost right now. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter how many years we've labored and not seen the result. There's a stirring in the Holy Ghost right now. And God has got a revival. There are fish without number. It's going to take more than this church. It's going to take more than this ship and this net to catch everything. Oh, hallelujah. Well, hallelujah. And I'm telling you, when you're at that moment that you're pulling in so many fish that the ship's about to go down, you can't worry about some little problem you got with a brother, some little problem you got with a sister. Your boat's going down, honey. You better learn how to work together. You better learn how to put your differences aside. And let's get our hands on the net and let's bring in the fish that God wants to give us.
I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what happened. They had been there toiling all night. They'd been there working all night. They had accomplished nothing. But the moment Jesus said, now is the time, every fish in the sea woke up and got hungry. Do you hear what I'm telling you? Every fish in the sea woke up and got hungry when the master said, now is the time. Now is the time. Oh, hallelujah. I just feel like, and I, I'm throwing my notes away tonight. In fact, I'm, I'm just about done based on what I'm feeling right now. But I'm just gonna tell you something, church. It doesn't matter what little result we may have seen. There's something happening. And the master stepped on board. And I can feel the fish starting to wake up. I can feel the hunger down in the depths of the sea. Come on, church. Let's launch into the deep. Let's pull together. Let's do what God has called us to do. I'm telling you that neighbor you've been talking to that hadn't been interested, they're starting to wake up. That family member you've been praying for that's just pushed you aside, they're starting to wake up. You hear this preacher tonight, I'm telling you something is going on in the depths of the spirit and something is awakening tonight. Something is, oh my God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. I'm preaching to you tonight, church. It's time to let down the nets. It's time to let down the nets. It's time for us to get together. It's time for us to work together. We're not gonna be able to harvest all the fish God's gonna give us in Kansas City. It's not all gonna come into this ship. There's gonna be the ship in Gardner, the ship in Lacine, the ship in Lenexa, the ship in Shawnee. I'm telling you, God is starting to call. God is starting to do something. God is awakening the depths of the sea. of the spirit tonight. I don't know. I don't know. It's just my imagination, but it may have been, it may have been that the devil knew that Jesus was headed to that ship that day, 
it may have been that the devil went down into the depths of the sea and sang a lullaby and put all those fish to sleep so that when Peter and James and John the others were out there working they didn't catch anything so that they'd be discouraged when the master showed up so that they would doubt what the master said so that they would not obey what the master told them but I'm telling you all the devils in hell couldn't keep those fish asleep once Jesus said let down the nets lack of full compliance didn't stop the miracle from taking place now I do wonder how many fish they lost because he didn't do what the master said from the beginning so that's why I'm telling you tonight church let's get it and get it now let's not struggle over this let's not debate this issue let's not fight about this let's just lay aside our swords let's lay aside our differences let's lay aside our grievances and let's get a hold of the nets and let's put the nets down and let's see what God will give us New Life Pentecostal Church. Now is our time. Now is our hour. This is our revival. You know what needs to happen? We need to walk out of this place with our heads held high and our shoulders squared back and look at this city in a different light. We ought to recognize and realize those people we've been talking to, those people we've been dealing with, the devil had them asleep for a long time, but their eyes are starting to open. Their stomachs are starting to grumble. Amen, something's starting to happen because the master is saying to this church, let down your nets. God praise God let me let me pick up something here just real quick verse 2 go back to verse 2 and look at look at what they were doing when Jesus arrived chapter 5 verse 2 and saw two ships standing by the lake the ships are just standing there but the fishermen, the fishermen were gone were not out even of them in the ships and were washing their nets. They're washing those nets. Time to clean the nets. Got to get the sand and the pebbles that have attached itself, the seaweed, all the things that have gotten caught in these nets. We got to get it all cleaned up. We got to make sure that they're right. Make sure, and, and it was necessary. This was a necessary part of, of, of being 
good fishermen. Amen. You see, these, these nets would not only bring in fish, but gather a great deal of soil and filthiness, and, and especially when they had caught no fish at all. And, and you see, before you could ever put these nets away, you've got to get them clean and, and get all of that stuff off of them. And, and if you don't, it's possible for them to start rotting and deteriorating. And so cleaning the nets was necessary. But Jesus stepped in and said, look, guys, I appreciate you doing what you're doing, but, but it's time for you to get those nets back out and do what I want you to do. And I'm going to tell you, too many of us are spending time still trying to check the net, make sure the net's perfect, make sure it's exactly what it needs to be when God is calling to us and saying, get back out there, the fish are ready. I'm not telling you not to check your net. I'm not telling you not to wash your net. But I'm just telling you right now, it's harvest time. Right now, it's time to bring in, amen, the bountiful supply that God wants to give to us. There will, I feel this tonight, there will be another season when we put the nets away, we've cleaned them, we put them away, and we tend to the fish we've caught. But I'm just telling you, at this moment, I know what I'm feeling in my spirit. And it's not time to shut her down and go home. It's time to launch out into the deep. It's time to pray a little more. It's time to fast a little more. It's time to knock a few more doors. It's time to hand out a few more church cards. It's time to make a few more phone calls. Let's launch out there and watch what God is about to do. Hallelujah. Go back and read verses 6 and 7 again. Uh, should be the very last one on the last page. It's printed there for you. I'm I'm really quitting. And when, they had, and when they had this done, when they enclosed a great multitude of fish. Great multitude. Great and multitude. Net, and their net Everyone break. Everyone say great multitude. And their net break. And they beckoned under their partners. Called their partners. Which were in the other ship. Uh-huh. That they should come and help Come and them. help me. And they came. And they came. And filled both the and ships. filled both the ships. So that they began to sink. both ships started sinking from the excess fish they had caught. One commentator, I like this, one commentator said this was a munificent recompense. Well, that, that sounds impressive, doesn't it? I know most of us don't know what it means, and I wouldn't either if I hadn't looked it up, but I mean, it sounds impressive. A munificent recompense. The word munificent simply means extremely generous. God was being extremely generous to the fact that Peter obeyed at all. And I'm just telling you, that's what I'm feeling in my spirit tonight. I just feel like that right now, at this moment, at this point in the history of New Life Pentecostal Church, God's got an extremely generous attitude that he's ready to give us far more than we deserve. So let's forget about what we deserve. Let's forget about what we're worth and understand God has got a generous heart toward us tonight. Now I close with a statement with which I opened this message. 
Or I said in the opening remarks that Jesus wanted us to understand that this situation in its entirety is representative of the call every one of us receive from him. Oh, you didn't get that. I said in the beginning that this entire scenario, its entirety is representative of what God is calling to us. Not only does he begin this call by saying, come and I'll make you fishers of men, but I'm gonna tell you the drought of fishes in the end is also representative of what God is wanting to do. Hear me, new life. Hear me, new life. This building's not big enough. Their ship wasn't big enough and this building's not big enough. That church in Gardner's not big enough. That building in Lacine is not big enough. I'm telling you now, the ships are gonna go down unless God does something, but he's here to do it. He has a munificent recompense for those that will step out and obey his command. Will you do it? Will you change? Will you step out of here tonight with a little different purpose in life? Amen. Will you spend the next three days talking to everybody you can talk to? Amen. Reaching for everybody you can reach. Come on, church. We can pack this building this Sunday. I said we can pack this building. Then we can set chairs out this Sunday. We can have to put them in the hole this Sunday. I'm telling you, if we'll get out there and do what God's calling us to do. God has a munificent recompense for new life. It's not going to happen if you're just going to sit in the ship on the sidelines and keep working on your nets. But if you'll launch into the deep, starting tonight, if you stop at a gas station on your way home, stick a church card in the pump, hand it to somebody. You go by Walmart before you go home, hand out a few church cards. You get up in the morning, go to work, tell those coworkers again, you know, you really ought to be at New Life this weekend. Young people in school, you tell a few of your friends. Oh, it got quiet then. Those of you working jobs, those of you that are homeschooling, you got friends that are not coming to church, call them. The adults that are working jobs, talk to your coworkers. The ones that are not working jobs, go to the grocery store. somewhere find somebody I'm telling you let's try it let's put God to the test I'm telling you what I feel I feel a generous heart I feel a generous attitude 
need from heaven toward us if we'll get out there and do what he says. Don't just let down one net. Don't just let down one net. Come on, somebody. Don't just let down one net. Everywhere you go, everywhere you go, let down a net. Let down a net. Let down a net. Let down a net. Let's come in here Sunday and have to look for a place to sit. Hey, it can happen. I know there's doubters that say, no way, there's too many empty seats tonight. Say what you want to say, I've seen it happen. I know one other time I got to feeling this. I told everybody, I said, you better get here early. You better be here early. I said, I'm gonna need some of you to be here and help park cars and, and, and one of the men, one of the men had this funny look on his face and you could just tell he didn't believe a word of what I said. He was usually early for church, but that night it was just like he wanted to prove me wrong. But the funny thing was, when he came walking in, a little before church started, and couldn't find a seat except right on the very front row in the center. Everything else was packed. We had chairs up and down the aisles, chairs out into the foyer. I'm telling you the truth. This was many years ago when I was pastoring in Texas, but I, I just felt it was going to be big that night. And I'm telling you now, I feel God is giving us the opportunity. He's laying it in our hands. I'm not telling you what will be, but I'm telling you what can be. It's up to you. It's up to you. You go out there and do your part, and I promise you God is going to show up and show out. Oh, I feel that tonight. If you do your part, you're going to be amazed. If you do your part, you are going to be shocked at what God does. Let down your nets. Let down your nets. Let down your nets. Let down your nets. Make some phone calls. Hallelujah. Do whatever you gotta do. Let down your nets. Send out some emails. Let down your nets. Come on. I, come on, church. I know what I'm feeling. Let's not, let's not fall short of what God is trying to do. I gotta quit. I gotta quit. I said I was quitting a while ago. I gotta quit. And I remember another time when I was working with Brother Wayne McLean in Houston. One Sunday morning, the Holy Ghost got to moving. There was a message in tongues and interpretation. And the Lord said, if you'll work for me today, I'll show you my glory tonight. We walked out of that service, everybody, amen, everybody that believed the voice of God spent that entire afternoon going from house to house. Every backslider we could think of, every sinner that we knew, and literally, I don't know how many times I would pull up at a house and see somebody in the church just leaving. Same house. And I'm telling you, when we got to church that night, the place was absolutely packed. I forget how many visitors were there that night. 51 visitors there in that one Sunday night service. And we had, I don't know how many get the Holy Ghost. It started in the prayer room. People getting the Holy Ghost that night. 
just kind of feel that same spirit going on around here tonight. If we'll get out there and put forth the effort, God is going to show us his glory. And so you have your call tonight. You've been called tonight. Come after me and I'll make you fishers of men. I'll make you fishers of men. Fishers. And I'm going to show you. This is why, this is why he said I'm going to make you fishers of men. He wanted to show them how many men he was going to give them. Isn't that what happened at Pentecost? 120 turned into 3,120. And that turned into 8,120. Well, hallelujah. Come on, can somebody believe with me right now? Can somebody shake off the old chains of doubt and unbelief? see something happening just under the surface of the water? Can you feel something starting to move? Seems like this boat's starting to ride a little rough, yeah? That's because of all the fish that are starting to come up to within reach of the net, that's why. So are you willing to commit tonight? Are you willing to make a commitment, God? I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. These next few days, I'm gonna give myself, amen, to reaching out to the lost. These next few days, we've, this is early, I keep thinking it's Thursday night, it's Tuesday night. We've still got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We've still got four days. Can, can you make a commitment that in these four days, in these next four days, I'm gonna put forth more effort than what I've been putting forth. These next four days, I'm gonna give a little more. These next four days, I'm gonna pray a little more. These next four days, I'm gonna invite a little more. God, I want you to know, I'm not just letting down one net, I'm letting down every net I've got. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're willing tonight to make a commitment, God, these next four days are yours. These next four days are yours. I'm going into the deep. These next four days, I'm going into the deep. If you're willing to make that commitment, I want you to come. Come down around the front tonight. And I want you to tell God, Lord God, I'm gonna do it. At your word. Lord, I've toiled all night. I've toiled all these years. I've tried it before, but nevertheless, at your word. Nevertheless, at your word.